0: Town Bank Mortgage. NMLS number 512138 is an equal housing lender. This podcast is for informational purposes only. And now, the man born with a five o'clock shadow and with the NMLS number 2028201. He is a gentleman. He is a scholar. He is Tyler Crawley. All right, I had to go back and check on this. Because I was looking at the monitor as we do the first video podcast of 2024. Not that we had a lot of video podcasts in 2023, but I had to go back and look. Because I was like, there's no way my hair was this, like it has gone gray recently. It has gone gray. And I went back and I was right. It, it is definitely a lot grayer than it was during the last podcast. Welcome everyone to the Monday edition of the Markets and Mortgages podcast. I am the aforementioned host of this podcast, Tyler Crawley, and I just finished watching the Jerome Powell interview, and it was good. It was a good interview, and I was, it was kind of funny because he was asked, of course, about possible rate cuts in March, and he was like, yeah, I don't think we're going to be there. <laughs> I don't think the votes are going to be there. And I mean, after that jobs report on Friday, I don't know when this interview was done. I mean, I, I'm assuming it was... Sometime later in the week, but maybe it was before. I mean, he had to have seen the numbers. He had. I think the rumor is what? Like the Fed gets it three days before, so they would have been making their decision. They would have seen what that jobs report was all about. And I guess he just can't say no. There's no way we're gonna we're gonna because who knows? This is January's jobs report. February's could be really bad, or inflation could like plummet to the point where we're having deflation. (laughs) Something weird could happen, so you never want to write it off. I get that, but man, that jobs report on Friday was something else. We're going to talk about that. Uh, we're going to talk about some local data here in the Wilmington area and then we'll talk about what's happening this week. not a lot going on. kind of uh, a quite the contrast to what we saw uh, last week with just day after day, like four or five reports some days. That's not going to be the case. Uh, a little a little calmer week uh, a little a little rest after the craziness uh, or the craziness of last week but let's start with the jobs report so on friday we were expecting 170,000 jobs the data had been mixed uh, we had a a miss for the ADP report which at this point why are we even can we just like retire the ADP report it's just it is always it's I don't know it it just does not seem to be accurate based on what we get with the non farm payroll but we got a miss from ADP we got job openings rising and I'll be actually be honest I don't I don't remember what initial claims did but that so the data was a little mixed you know maybe a little hotter maybe a little little cooler but nobody <laughs> thought that we were going to get three hundred and fifty thousand new jobs that's how many jobs were created. In the month of January And then you had this Insane revision For December That Okay, let's just, let's just get into it Okay, so we had 350 I'm getting ahead of myself here Because this report is just, is crazy So 353,000 jobs Were created in January That was up from the month prior And was the best month since last January So there's something going on in January That's just given us some some crazy numbers. The unemployment rate held at 3.7%. But like I said, the real story was just how off economists were. They were projecting 170,000 jobs. 353. That's more than double. If you're doing the math, that is more than double. <laughs> that just That's a crazy beat. Crazy beat. Uh, and here's what's interesting is that, okay, you had a big jump in professional and business services 74,000 new jobs healthcare added 70 but it was there was no like one industry where it was like 100,000 jobs you had 45,000 retail trade 36,000 government 30,000 social assistance and then you kind of had no change in construction wholesale trade transportation and warehousing financial activities leisure and hospitality and other services so it was kind of a like a white collar increase is what we saw in January. But then here was the other kicker that really just took this report up another level. And I mean, if you're pal, just no way you're going to raise rates because not only employment is one of the mandates of the Fed, but also inflation. And concerning was the wage increase that we saw in January. Average hourly earnings for all employees on private non-farm payroll rose 0.6% in January to $34.55. That was up from the 0.4% rise in December and was the biggest monthly increase since March 2022. Need a glass of water. (laughs) That's how shocked I am by this report. (laughs) So the biggest jump in wages month over month that we have seen since March, 2022. And if you annualize that, that's 7% wage gains. That's concerning because people make more money. They spend more money. They spend more money. That's more money in the economy. People buy more things. Too much money chasing too few goods equals inflation. That's what we're trying to stop from happening and you don't want that dreaded wage price spiral where wages rise so you have too much money chasing too few goods which leads to prices to rise and then because prices rise wages rise and then prices and then it's a spiral death spiral is not good you don't want that um but year over year wages are up 4.5 percent which beats cpi 3.4 percent uh in pce which was 2.6%. So wages outpacing inflation once again for another month. And then as I mentioned, I mean, I guess there were really three kickers in this. The top line number, wages, and then the revisions. (laughs) This was nuts. December's job growth was upwardly revised by (laughs) 117,000. that wasn't the number for the month. That's how much they increased it to 333,000 jobs. I mean, so if it wasn't for this month, that would have been the best month since last January. And so, yeah. I mean, so now we have two months back to back over 300,000 jobs created. That's, those are good months. Those are good months. Uh, Some of the reactions, Ben Castleman, New York Times, said job growth slowed last year. But some perspective, uh, after today's revisions, 2023 now stands as the best year for job growth since 1999. Think about that. Uh, Of course, he he doesn't count the two years immediately before as the economy emerged from the pandemic. So he's removing those years because those were just, you know, we saw so many job losses. Last year was the first kind of normal year Best year since 1999. Says something. Uh, Jennifer Lee said, quote, I'm sure Powell's very glad that he dismissed the possibility of a March rate cut because that's definitely not happening. Uh, And then Daniel Zhao said, this just reaffirms that the jobs market is entering 2024 on solid ground. The fact that job growth was so widespread across the industry is a healthy sign. So like I said, the only way we're getting a rate cut in March is if we have a huge negative print in February's report. So like start March out, February's numbers come in. I mean, I think you'd have to have like 500,000 jobs lost, a million for Powell to go, okay, we got to cut rates or some sort of deflationary event that Powell has to stimulate the economy. So like something horrible, like a terrorist attack or something. Otherwise, there's no way. There's no way. There's no way he's cutting rates <laughs> in March. It's, it's not happening. It was already going into Friday, very unlikely. And so the fact that we got this, it's yeah, it, it went from like 1% to now 0.001%. <laughs> it's not going to be happening. So that's my takeaway from the crazy, crazy jobs report that we got on Friday. Um, And then, of course, also on Friday, we got some local data from realtor.com looking at Wilmington's housing markets. And it was kind of interesting. I mean, it really highlighted that demand just like plummeted (laughs) to start. And I could tell you, as someone in the mortgage business, January was not a great month. And everyone I've talked to, it was promising for what was going to happen the next couple months. But January was very very low activity. Uh, And that's sort of in this data here. So you had the median listing home price falling to $516,750, or I should say year over year it fell. Uh, It was down 1.6% from last January and was the sixth straight year over year decline. And once again, this is the median listing home price in Wilmington. And I mean like I said, I mean demand has fallen. There's no doubt December and January were a little underperforming, at least the second half of December as you know, holidays and everything and then January was a little underperforming. And that's in the data, but what's interesting is that active listings fell to 1008. And that was down 6.5% from December and the second straight monthly decline. So it's weird is that you have inventory declining and prices declining as well. Well, and I should say, clarify that. Month over month, prices did actually increase. They rose 2.3% from December. That was the second straight monthly increase. Also, along with inventory falling. So month over month, you're seeing promising moves in median listing home prices uh, and inventory. But year over year, you're seeing declines. And you also see that in the hotness index that Realtor.com does for all the different markets out there. Wilmington's hotness index cooled to 151. Uh, That was a big drop from the 113 in December and is actually the lowest ranking they've had since May 21. So kind of a mixed report. Looking at the local data, um, you got prices rising a little bit month over month, falling year over year, inventory falling month over month, but increasing year over year. Uh, and then our, oh, I forgot to mention, days on market, which also gives an indication of what the demand is like out there. Uh, that skyrocketed. Almost 26% <laughs> was up month over month. Uh, days on market rose to 73 a, like I said, 26% increase from the month prior and the highest level since last January. (laughs) So January clearly are months in which we see similar patterns, whether it's the jobs market, whether it's the housing market, a lot of similarities as people kind of wake up from the holidays, uh, Christmas, New Year's, all that good stuff. So similarities there. (laughs) That's what we are saying, all right, so here's what's happening this week. So Monday, of course, nothing, no big you know, reports. I'm sure we'll have something to talk about for Tuesday's show. Uh, Tuesday, we're getting CoreLogic's home price index. That's usually at around 9 a.m., kind of the first look at the month ahead when it comes to home prices. Uh, Wilmington's. Unemployment rate will be out at 10 a.m. on Tuesday as well. Then Wednesday, mortgage demand and rates, as always. Trade deficit at 8:30 expected to fall slightly, 62.2 billion. Then always a big report: total consumer credit. That's expected to have slowed the growth of consumer credit to about 15 billion as we start the new year. Makes sense that we'd see a big increase in December, kind of fall off in January, and then international data, China's inflation rate is expected to have fallen to negative 0.5%. Deflation happening in China. And then Thursday, initial jobless claims fall a little bit, 2020, or sorry. Yeah. Sorry, (laughs) 220,000. I was like, wait, that number doesn't make sense. Uh, And then also some local data on Thursday as well. Wilmington's median home price qualifying incomes and then the yearly i believe we're getting the yearly housing affordability index out at 10 a.m and then really for the rest of the week the only other thing we got is thursday mortgage rates out at noon so kind of a slow week gives a chance to kind of relax from what we saw the week prior (laughs) and let us digest the fed decision the jobs report and then we can kind of ramp things up uh next week but yeah that's Still shaking my head about that jobs report, but that's it. I think we got everything covered. We're good. I'll see you back here Tuesday morning for another edition of Mark. We'll find something to talk about. There's something we'll, we'll, we'll get into. Inventory, something. Uh, so we'll see you back here Tuesday. Enjoy your Monday. Once again, we'll see you back. <laughs> How many times am I going to say that? Um, we'll be back here for another edition of Markets and Mortgages. And remember, as always... Do not wait to buy real estate. You buy real estate and wait.